following is a presentation of Refuge Calvary Chapel Huntington Beach with Pastor Bill Welsh. For more information about our ministry, please visit refugefamily.com. taught you this song um, a couple of weeks ago, Humble King, and I think it's, I, I, I prophesy that it's going to be on the screen. I just have a confidence in my spirit it's going to be up there on the screen. Because I know I put it on that, that slideshow it starts with O'Neal me down again so all those clues they will find it watch this let's give thanks for these guys that stayed up late got up early there we go O'Neal me down again here at your feet show me how much you broken because you are the God of the broken the friend of the weak and you wash the feet of the weary embrace the ones in need and I want to be like you Jesus to have this heart in me because you are the God sing that chorus one more time mainly because my voice went out on me there and I want to just get one more chance to hit that note that I missed and you probably heard that how many of you ever miss a note when you're singing how many of you ever do it in front of people and uh, anyway let's sing again you are the God of the broken oh you are the God of the broken the friend 
Or two, we're going to sing somebody's favorite song because I heard you uh, call it out and we're going to sing it in just a little bit. But I want to take you into the story a little bit first of all. Favorite time of the year, anybody? Are you in it right now? Yeah. Is this it? Yeah. Me too. Um, Christmas in the Bible is absolutely filled with music. And it, it was everywhere. And it should have been because something like this is something to sing about. You agree with that? And so I think some of the most marvelous music that's ever been written has been the music that celebrates the birth and the death of Jesus. And it never stops. It just keeps coming. New songs always come. And everybody is singing because it was something to sing about. Now, in, in Luke's gospel, when um, um, Zacharias has had this, this visitation, where he's down at the temple and he's doing what he's supposed to do as a priest at the temple and he's burning the incense and it's right before the, the big curtain inside the, the, the holy place. Now, the, the tabernacle and the temple, very, very similar in their, their layout. You, the priests would come in to the temple to take care of business and do the offerings and you would bring an offering. And there was this open court when it was a tabernacle, open to the sky. It was just a very, very simple uh, screen around it, about, I think it was about six to seven feet high. And if you were super tall and you could sit on somebody's shoulder, maybe you could look over and see what was on the inside. Although I'm not sure you were supposed to do that. But you go in a ways, past the altar, and past this big, beautiful, ornate kind of bowl, which was called, it was a sea it was called, but it was like a basin. And then you go further, and then there's an enclosed area, and you go past the next curtain, and you're in the holy place. And then once you're in that, there's another curtain in front of you, and right in front of the curtain is an altar of incense that really is about the size of these offering boxes. It stood just about this tall, maybe a little bit taller, and maybe a little bit wider. It was a square, about 18 inches. And that's where Zacharias... Um, had the privilege that one day of offering prayers. And these priests would have been on rotation, so you weren't the guy that got to do that all the time. It wasn't like a senior pastor always got to do this or that. So this was the day, and it would have been a great day for Zacharias, and while he's there, he gets this revelation. Hey, you're in on a new thing. And your old wife, you only had the one, but your senior citizen wife, and he was a senior citizen, She's going to have a baby. And in this case, you're going to be involved in, in the making of this baby. And, and Zechariah said, no way. What did he say? What was the problem? Somebody said it. I'm too old for that. And so it was a miracle of a different kind. But while he was there, he got that revelation. He goes home and his wife is pretty excited about this. And, they, and she does get pregnant. And the baby's on the way. And then Mary has her visitation. And at the very end, when the angel has told her, you get the privilege 
of bearing the Son of God, that one that will be born unto you will be called the Son of the Highest. And right after all of this, and she had her questions too, right? How can this be? And we've been over that. And so the angel tells her, well, God's going to take care of it. And then he says this, oh, and by the way, your relative. Now we think it was her aunt. We think maybe a cousin, whatever it was. She was in her family, Elizabeth. But your, your relative, she's got a story too. You know what that was basically what the angel was saying to her? You're going to find at least one person in the world that understands what you're going through. You're going to find someone who, who will not say, oh, come on, Mary, like her fiance did like Joseph. You're going to find someone that will rejoice in this. And so she goes and she, and she knocks on the door and Elizabeth comes to the door and there is Mary. And what happens in Elizabeth's womb? The baby starts rocking out. Whatever his favorite song was, he is dancing to it in her womb, left in her womb. And she comes up with the most beautiful statement. She's got something to sing about. And here it is, Elizabeth in chapter 1, verse 4, it says, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is this child in your womb. Immediately she's on board. I wonder how long it took you, uh, it took me until my 18th year to get on board and celebrate the coming of Jesus Christ. But she was ready just at a kick, I mean a pretty powerful kick in, uh, in, in, in her womb that, oh, wow, the story goes on. The story even, well, it, it complicates, but it gets bigger and bigger and bigger as it goes on. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child in your room. She, she found something to sing about that day. It was wonderful, wonderful. The next one is Mary in, uh, in Luke chapter 1, verse 46 to 55. Same scene right there. She's there standing in Elizabeth's house, and this is what she says. She's singing and she's, she praises God. Oh, my soul. Read these with me, would you please? My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. Have you ever said anything like that to God? That's an awesome prayer. That's an awesome lyric for a song. For you to sing at some, for me to sing at some point. My soul magnifies you, Lord. And my spirit is rejoiced in God my Savior. Maybe you said something like that the night that you got saved. God is here finally keeping his promise. How many of you noticed that in, in the Bible, God's made a lot of promises? Anybody notice that? How, how many of you kids in here, how many of you have had your parents make a promise to you? It's, it starts something like this. Now, if you're really good and you do your chores and you get good grades, then I'll get you, and fill in the blanks. How many of you kids, and maybe old kids too, remember your parents saying this at one point or another, Billy, and it was kind of a, a safe promise from my dad, Billy, if you get straight A's, that was never gonna happen, never. But, but the promises that God made in the very early chapters of the human story, in Genesis chapter three, when God made a promise, right after the fall of mankind, at right after Adam and Eve stepped across the line in sin. And the lights literally, I believe the lights literally went out on them. I think it was at that, you know what? I have this suspicion that human beings, you might not like this, you might not agree with this. 
I think human beings might possibly, the, the two that were alive, might possibly have glowed in the dark. I think the glory of God might have rested upon that element of his creation because God clothes everything that he makes. And I think he might have clothed them in light, like, like God was clothed in light. And on the day that they sinned, I think the lights went out and they saw themselves at that point naked and covered themselves with the craziest things, scratchy fig leaves, come on. And God said, I can do better than that, better wardrobe for you. But that happened that day and God that day made a promise. He said, I'm gonna fix what you've broken and it's gonna be through the seed of the woman. The woman doesn't provide the seed in, in the event. The man provides a seed and God said, it's gonna be a miracle and he announced it right at that moment. How long did it take God to keep that promise? Thousands of years, thousands and thousands of years. How many of you have felt like, God, I think you're on that timetable with me right now. Are you ever gonna do what I'm asking you to do and keep this promise? And God makes lots of promises. I heard one, one pastor this week that, that uh, noticed, he said, God, God, God took thousands of years to get around to keeping that promise. And if you notice this, the God who makes all kinds of promises, he doesn't keep them on your timetable. Is that frustrating to anybody but me? But he will keep all of his promises. Is that an amen? Is that worth an amen right there? So Mary sings her beautiful song of, of praise to God. And you know what it's full of? This, this young lady knew her Bible. She did. You know which book of the Bible she quotes from more than anything else? The songbook. That, the statement that she makes in that scene is full of quotes from Psalm 34, Psalm 35, 138, Psalm 71. She, she loved her Bible. Had it memorized, of, of course, but Mary that day found something to sing about. She's not the last one. Okay, in Luke chapter 2, there's a multitude of angels, and they're singing. Oh, you know this one. This is the shepherd story. Let's read it together. Glory to God in the highest, and, and, and on earth, I'm sorry, my spelling was off. And on earth, what? Peace and goodwill to men. Isn't that wonderful that God, when he has something to say through the angel, to the people, he's not pointing out their brokenness at that point. He's not pointing out, uh, glory to God in the highest, and you guys better get it together down there. But he said, peace, shalom, you're approaching a God, a God is approaching you who's a God of peace and goodwill to you. Oh, and it's so hard to get on good side, it's God's good side, isn't it? Oh, it's so hard, so hard. No, you, you just need to get over the self-rule of your heart and your life and say, God, it's you. Take over my life. And, and, and rejoice like those angels did. Angels singing together. They found something to rejoice about. Well, there's two more that I want you to see this morning. And they're senior citizens. And man, I love, I love the rejoicing in this one. But I, before I want you to hear their song, I want you to hear... A little clip, and, and crank this up as, as, as loud as you dare, crank it up in just a second. I want you to hear just a little clip of a, uh, of a Christmas song from one of my absolute favorite singer-songwriters from back in the day. And this person is still singing today, all right? Listen to this. Tell me who it is. Said the night came 
Listen carefully. Who is that? Come on, you, everybody knows who that is, right? That's Bob Dylan. And I was, I've listened to this whole album, and there are some of the Christmas songs that on, on this album, um, I bought it before I heard it. I, I just need to say that. Um, because Bob's voice is not what it used to be. And some of you are, thing, you're saying, Bob's used to be voice isn't what it used to be, even way in the, the beginning. I loved his voice back in the 60s and 70s. You know what it said to me? Anybody can do this. When you'd hear his voice, but anyway, not necessarily the songwriting, but but well, I, I I lost my I lost my train of thought there. What was I saying? Oh oh, some of the songs on this album, it's amazing. He took the 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 traditional songs and he made them more about Jesus. He inserted the Lord God and Jesus. Uh, his name is in places where it's not usually in some of those Christmas songs. And you know that, that Bob did have an encounter with Jesus. It, it, it was very, very genuine. And uh, so I find myself praying for Bob from time to time that, that he'll hold on tight to that Savior that he confessed all those years ago. But here's a couple of senior citizens that I want you to see here. Two senior citizens, and I, I, man, I, I love this story. Old Simeon. Old Simeon had been waiting, he said, for the consolation, the comfort of Israel, the comforter to come for a long, long time. And he'd been given a promise, you're not going to die. You are death proof until, until you see the Lord's Christ. And he goes to the temple that day to pray. And he sees Mary and Joseph carrying baby Jesus in. And he knows this is the one. And he goes over and he takes the child in his arms. And let's read what he said. He took Jesus up in his arms and blessed God. There's a song saying, let's say it together. Now you are letting me depart in peace and shalom because I have seen your salvation. That's the only time you can depart in shalom. It's sad every time I, I do a memorial service for somebody. But when it's someone that loves Jesus, when it's someone who, who trusts him, Oh, there is celebration in my heart at the same time there's sorrow. How many of you know that strange mix? But there's celebration because, yes, it's sad that they're not here. Oh, but I know right where they are, safely tucked in to heaven in the arms of Jesus. Well, there's one more. And it's, it's uh, older than Simeon. It's uh, the older Anna. And we got a, a, a guest that she's somewhere in her 80s, or I can't imagine she'd been a widow for 80 years. That would put her way into the hundreds. In those days, that was very unlikely. But she hears Simeon, you know, rejoicing in Jesus. And I, ju I just picture this little old lady making her way across the pavement there in the temple. And she's way up there in years, and she has to get to that baby. And when she comes to the baby... Look what she did. Let's read it together. She gave thanks to God and spoke of, of him. I'm sorry. I try it again. This is all my fault. This was 2 o'clock in the morning when I was putting this together, okay? She gave thanks to God and spoke of him to all who were looking for salvation. So many 
spoke out in, in praise to God. It was the angels who went to other people and said to the other people, wow, peace on earth, goodwill to men. Your Savior is born unto you. Christ the Lord, he has come. And this old woman, Anna, who gives thanks and decides other people need to hear the story. We're going to release you from here in about 14 minutes, less than 14 minutes, 13 minutes and 15 seconds and counting. And I hope that somehow, even during this day, around your table or wherever you happen to go and whoever you run into, that God might give you the opportunity to speak of him to others that are looking for hope, others that are looking for saving, for salvation, others that are looking maybe for healing, and that you'll be bold enough to say, can I, can I pray for you? I, the other day, I was uh, um, on an errand to return a stand-up paddleboard to someone that had uh, loaned it to me uh, a long time ago. said, hey, you still got that board? And I went out and I looked and said, yes, I do have that board. And I realized, oh, it needs a repair now. <laughs> and I found... Uh, uh, a surfboard uh, repair shop here in uh, in Huntington Beach about a, uh, probably about oh maybe three weeks ago and he said hey I'll probably have it done around you know a little bit before Christmas so it was done and this guy is just amazing he's he's got the the greatest people skills I've ever seen in somebody you know in sort of the service business in that so uh, and he's his name is my brother's name Kevin and uh, so we got to talking when I went back, and I said, how long have you been doing this, Kevin? And he said, well, you know, it's been, and he mentioned, he said, but uh, this is my last day. I thought he owned the place, but he was working for the owner. And he said, the owner has sold, and, and the, new, uh, the new couple that are taking over, uh, they don't need me, so um, I'm going to go on and, and find something else. He said, 20 years um, on the fire department. And uh, he said, so I don't know what's coming up yet, but uh, I hope there's going to be something. And I said, you've got the greatest people skills of anybody I've seen in the service business. And there's something open for you. And, and I just said, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this, but I'm thinking, am I going to really say this? Am I going to do this right now in the alley between 5th Street and 6th Street downtown in, in Huntington Beach where people are honking their horns to get out of the alley so they can get through it? And, and I just uh, I said, Kevin, um, I want to pray for you right now that God's just going to open, open doors for you and, 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 and just bring you into something new, something great, something greater, even than what you've been doing here. And I didn't know how he was going to respond to that. But he said, that's okay. In fact, I don't even said may. I just said, I'm going to, I'm going to pray for you. And so I put my hand on his shoulder, and I just prayed that, that God would bless him. And you're going to have opportunities like that. That's not a preacher Bill thing. That, that's just a believer in Jesus. That's an Anna thing. So I just want to talk to other people that are looking for hope, looking for salvation, and let them know it's in Jesus. Well, what if they have a question I can't answer? Well, ask Jeff about that. He'll answer that for you. And if Jeff can't answer it, ask Bethany. She'll answer it for you. Or, no. Don't, don't worry about being over your head. Look, this, this miracle we celebrate year after year after year, and hopefully day after day after day. I so hope there's a whole bunch of Christmas in your January and, and in your April 15th too. Yeah, everybody knows those big dates on the calendar. In the middle of your summer, as it rolls around again, 
When, when it doesn't feel like there's enough to get by, I hope there's a whole lot of Christmas. What do I mean? A whole lot of reminder in your heart that the Savior has come, that he's walking with, with you, that there'll be peace and there'll be goodwill, goodwill coming from you to other people. So let's determine, like, like uh, Jeff shared with us yesterday, those, those three points about letting there be more light coming from us, being light bearers out to this world and, and living closer to the source of that light, Jesus Christ. And, and, and take our rejoicing into the world and touch as many people as we can. I, I, I would, could hang on this Anna moment for a long time. She just gave thanks and talked about Jesus all over the place. So my question is, if, if, if you're not singing these days, what's happened to that voice? Well, I can't sing anymore. Can I say two words? Bob Dylan. You, don't, you know what I love most about his Christmas album? He made it. He did it. Knowing that he struggles when he, he's got like right now about a three or four note range and when he gets uh, up into the top one and gargles a little bit. But he said, that's not going to stop me from singing. That's not going to stop me from doing what I love to do. So if you think, well, I don't get Bobby. Just, you know, sing like Bobby does and sing with all of your heart. Don't let anything keep you from singing. We know what happened 33 years later in Jesus' life. From the time he was a baby, the work of redemption that he did, the crucifixion, the resurrection, and the fact that he's alive, that is something to sing about. Amen? That is something to sing about for the rest of our life. Don't worry about how you sound to the person next to you. Lift your voice and sing it out. Amen? Amen. Amen. Jeff, do we have anything more to do except one more song? Are you guys okay if we let you out of here early? I could just sing this song for eight more minutes and we can make it last for a long time, but let's, let's, uh, we're, Josh, come on back up. Thank you again, Josh, for. I love it when people give their all when they, when they play. We were rehearsing. And uh, Josh had to leave and tape up his finger because he was playing the cajon so vigorously there was blood on the saddle. No, not on the saddle. But uh, let's stand together. You're going you're gonna to love this song. It was somebody's favorite song. You shouted it out. Anybody got an idea what it might be? No. Silent Night was last night. What song? Go tell it, go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. I need a bunch of kids that want to come up here on the stage and dance this out. Parents, if you want to bring them up, come on up. We need a, we need a stage full of kids that want to come on up here. Uh, 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 this could take 25 minutes if we don't get enough dancers, but here we go. Here we go. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, that Jesus... Come on, bring them on up, moms. Yeah, it's great. While shepherds kept, while shepherds kept their watching, or silent flocks by night. Throughout the heavens.
shown on holy light. More kids, come on. Go telling on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere. Go to big kids, too. If you want to come on up, this is your moment. Jesus Christ is the shepherd's feared. The shepherds feared and once went low above the earth. There rang out the angel chorus that hailed the Savior's birth. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Lowly manger down in the lowly manger, the humble Christ was born. Brought us all salvation, come on up, that blessed Christmas morn. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere go, tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. And she, you know what she's saying right now? She's saying, come on up here. What's wrong with you people? Come and dance with me. We're going to go through the song one more time. Honey, there's a future for you on this day. Try it again. Oh, go tell it on the mountain, up over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus cried while shepherds kept their watch. While shepherds One more time, the shepherds. The shepherds feared and trembled when low above the earth rang out the angel chorus that hailed the Savior's birth. Oh, tell it on the mountain. got one question what happened to our angel what happened to the little angel boy that came walking up here I thought he'd for sure come on up oh thank thank you guys you made the day thanks moms for bringing him up um, I want to do something I have never as far as I remember Jeff I've never done this Bethany you would know further back I'm gonna let I'm gonna say we're done with Two minutes left on the clock. 
I mean, come on, on the one of the shortest service of the day, come on. How many of you have ever seen me do that? Don't expect it again, but who knows, it might happen. May the Lord bless you and keep you and fill you today with joy wherever you go. And how many are doing a little bit of travel today? A little bit of travel, even a few miles up and down the road. Um, wherever you go, whatever door, whatever threshold you cross, bring some of the joy of Jesus in there and speak of him to those who need hope today. Amen. Amen. Father, bless your people. Bless his family, Father. Thank you for letting us uh, celebrate a little wildly today. Thank you for the family that you're making us to be, Lord. We love what you're doing in us and among us and through us, Lord. So bless us now as we step out of this place and hang with family and friends and wherever we might be, Lord, that we might be bearers of your light and your love and the truth of your salvation. In Jesus' strong name, amen. Amen. Lord bless you and keep you. And we'll see you in the new year, if not before. God bless you. Merry Christmas. This has been a presentation of Refuge Calvary Chapel Huntington Beach with Pastor Bill Welsh. For more information about our ministry, please visit refugefamily.com or call 714-891-9495.